News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Garda Representative Association uh, Conference annual uh, delegate conference, I should say, kicks off today with motions for body cams and no solo patrols. Uh, Brendan O'Connor, currently Vice President and President-elect of the GRA, joins us now. Uh, Garda safety, Brendan, uh, why is it so important at the moment? Well, unfortunately, Shane, we've seen in recent years um, an exponential rise in the number of assaults on our members and um, those assaults are becoming increasingly violent and vicious. And, of course, apart from the personal impact on our members and the toll it takes on them, it means that there's absences on the front line. And when we have absences on the front line, that means the thin blue line is stretched that even further with more pressure on colleagues. So we believe it's time to take some decisive action and try and... um, stem that trend and, and, and maybe deal better with it. What kind of action are you, are you looking for? Well, we've always called for mandatory sentencing and that um, seems to be coming in the pipeline. There's a, a bill before the doll from Neil Richmond and we're also looking for a st- standard equipment that's available to most of our colleagues in most developed democracies um, like body cams and also more access to tasers. There's a problem getting access to tasers in this country. They're only carried by very few specialised units, so when they're looked for, they can be a long distance away, especially in parts of rural Ireland where guards are waiting for a long, long time. We believe such equipment can prevent uh, these attacks on our members and the injuries they sustain as a result of them. A lot of talk in recent weeks in the media and elsewhere about kind of a a new kind of air of menace on the streets at night time, kind of post-COVID lockdown. Is that something your members are, are conscious of or reporting back to you? Well, I suppose, it's, I suppose that's kind of a subjective opinion. And um, certainly, as we say, the figures speak for themselves. And I suppose we deal in fact as police officers. And the fact that we would go over it more is the... Um, the statistics that show there are more assaults, but certainly the, the, the anecdotal evidence from our members and, and the assaults that we're on the receiving end of is that there is a, a tendency for more violent and more unprovoked attacks and the viciousness now, whether that's fueled by alcohol or drugs or what, we don't actually know. I suppose that's more for, for uh, sociologists or, or commentators to, to maybe delve into that, but certainly it's it's anecdotally that we, we would that would be the experience of our members on the front line. Okay, um body cams why why would that make such a difference well body cams have proven extremely effective um in other jurisdictions because as i say the the camera paints a thousand words so it's very hard to articulate the details of an offense when you're standing in the courtroom maybe the defendant is there suited up with a good legal team and you know sometimes to try and convey and portray the picture of just violence and uh, that was visited upon our members is very hard sometimes to articulate and i say the camera captures it and shows exactly what happened and that also goes to, to victims of domestic violence with the experience in other jurisdictions is that whenever police go into court and show the aftermath of, of an incident and maybe a smashed up house and, and a very emotionally perturbed victim it, it just helps inform the judiciary and juries uh, and gives leads to, to, we believe, more appropriate sentencing, perhaps, that fits the crime that has been reported or presented to the court. Do your members feel uniquely vulnerable at the moment, do you think? Um, uniquely vulnerable? I think our colleagues across the, the emergency services feel vulnerable. But yes, members are telling us that out there on the front line, there seems to be less guardy available, guards are travelling further to calls, there's less backup available and as I say the rise and the change in that attitude that that you touched upon, certainly they do feel, they don't feel supported and they feel 
maybe more could be done. That's what that's the sentiment they're saying. Our, 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 our calls are falling on deaf ears. As I say, this equipment and procedures are standard probably in most police jurisdictions. We keep getting told that there's a guard inspector at the police authority. We're supposed to be moving towards uh, best practice internationally. And we seem to be getting that in theory, but when it comes down to the nuts and bolts and the equipment and the training that costs a few bob, it seems to be lacking. Okay, we'll leave it there. Brendan O'Connor, President-elect of the GRA. Thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.